Please, and please. Is an introduction really necessary for someone we all know so well? Welcome to Paul Mort Talk Shit. Curious fellow, but I like him. Paul Mort Talk Shit. Paul Mort Talk Shit. Paul Mort Talk Shit. He's a shady character. What, 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 what's his name? Yo, 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 welcome to Paul Mort Talk Shit in what I think is one of our best episodes yet. Yeah, I know I say that all the time, but producer Mark actually said it is definitely his favorite podcast. It's with a friend of mine called Sean Gash. Sean was actually recommended to me by the Gypsy King himself, Mr. Tyson Fury. And wow, this one is going to make your head fall off. It's phenomenal. I'm not even going to say anything else other than remember um, to give our sponsors a like, a follow. Um, this week's episode is sponsored by Hemp Heroes, premium organic CBD oils, capsules, protein powders, vape liquids, and bombs. Personally, I enjoy a bit of a, what I call CBD therapy. And one last thing, my brand new book is now available on Audible for pre-order. Head on over to Paul Mort, will save your life. You can get it for free when you grab an Audible account or you can use one of your credits. You're going to love this thing. Don't forget, if you want some free stuff, if you want to leave us a like, a, a, a rate, and get a heads up on when the podcasts are dropping, get to vote on who you want on the podcast, head on over to paulmort.uk. Have an amazing time listening to this. I, I'm excited for you. Hello. Welcome. Um, to Paul Moore Talk Shit episode, I don't know what. Today I'm super excited um, because today I'm talking shit with Mr. Sean Gash. Sean, how are you? I'm all right, mate. How are you? I'm, I'm excited. Uh, yeah. I'm excited, a little bit yeah. nervous because... I would be nervous, mate. Mate, Sean, so, uh, I don't know how to word this. Sean is a guy that I'd never met. This is the first time I've met yeah. Sean. I followed him on Instagram for a while because the last time we were in the studio, we were with Tyson Fury. Yeah. And... I asked Tyson Fury, who should I get on next? And I didn't know what he would say. And he said, Sean Gash. I was like, who the fuck says Sean Gash? Obviously, I didn't say that because that would be rude, wouldn't it? So anyway, I checked him out on Instagram and I love following him. Um, so I asked him to come on the podcast and uh, now he's here. So I'm very uh, excited. Uh, well, yeah, but you just to say, right, I turned up. I yeah. was parked outside. I sent you a message, said, how do I get in? <laughs> and what did you say to me? I did say, mate, we're just down the stairs. And you just down the stairs. And I'm like, yeah, so how am I going to get my wheelchair down the stairs? <laughs> Just well, out of there. Yeah, but you fucking climbed Kilimanjaro. Yeah, he has climbed. Well, there we go. We're in, look. We're right, in. We're right, in like right. Flynn on Kilimanjaro. So, Sean, um, listen, I'm going to go straight in with the world's worst question. Yes, go I always it. like to ask uncomfortable questions, right? Because, right. especially if I don't know the story. Yeah, so but, ask, well, right, we've had this discussion this week. We've always said, and I said to you, I said, I'll embarrass you more than well, you. Well, mate, let's start with your legs. What happened to your legs? Because I don't know the story. Which Were you one? born with no legs? Which one? <laughs> Which one, which that one half. That half, <laughs> oh, right, okay. That half. Right, so uh, 20, no, jeez, oh, like 30 years ago I was involved in a road traffic accident. Mm -hmm. It was only 20, mm -hmm. backseat passenger, sat behind the driver, went around a corner too fast, car yeah. flipped over, threw me out the back window, broke my back, my ribs, my sh shoulder, punctured both my lungs and he gave me two days to live. Fucking hell. So six months before my 21st. Holy shit. Um, life completely frigging changed. Um, a lot of people would say for the worst, but for me, I'd say for the better, because what I've done with my life has been unbelievable. Um, so yeah, so that's how I lost. That's how I lost the the ability to walk. Mm -hmm. The leg, 
Well, mate, it's like Weight Watchers. You just got Ben Nevis and you <laughs> get it crushed and you chop it off. It's as easy as that, man. Why pay for why pay for all this Weight Watchers shit when you just go and do something daft? Yeah. Yeah, mate, that's wild. All right, well, wow, we're in, we're in, eh? We're yeah. totally fucking in. All right, so, uh, mate, let's let's go back to that um, that accident then. Like, okay, yeah. What was your... All right, so... What was your so initial... You had, okay, my, my, so my initial reaction, right, so I was 20. Mm-hmm. Um, I was sharing a house with my mates. Mm-hmm. I was training as a psychiatric nurse. Um, we fin- I finished my shift at the hospital, mm-hmm. went home. My mate said, let's go for a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went to a pub called Redwell, which is outside of Lancaster. Mm-hmm. It's like in a, it's quite a notorious road out. Mm-hmm. Um, 20, a couple of girls in the bar. I was single. Mm-hmm. At the end of the night, I said, do you want to lift home? Mm-hmm. Um, said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember getting in the car. Six weeks later, I was in Southport spying Lindries. Fucking hell. So, uh, you know, six weeks later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I, I, I mean, I broke so my back. So we in a coma I, for six I, weeks. Yeah, yeah, I ain't got a clue. No, see, it's weird, right? Because my body, your body, your body deals with things in different ways, mm-hmm. right? So, if there's a trauma that happens to your body, your body's got a, a mechanism to just shut down. Yeah. So, although I was still um, talking and I was conscious and all this in yeah. in the hospital, I can't remember any of that. I can't really? physically remember. The only thing I re- physically remember is coming out of that pub, jumping in in an old. Fiesta eleven hundred, you know, with a with the fixed windows. Yes. Backseat passenger, door shut. Mm-hmm. That was it. That's mm-hmm. all I remember. Mm-hmm. I know what happened. Yeah. But I've got no um recollection of exactly memories of, of the physical memories of what happened. Shit. So I don't know whether that was a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. You know, because yeah. um would it have haunted me? I don't know. But yeah, so so I didn't I, you know, jumping in that car and then six weeks later you're waking up. Um, but like I said, it all was that one of the first things. Was did you know that you no, couldn't use your legs? No, did you not no, feel no. Right. So, so I, so I, I spent. So I had my accident on the Sunday. I was in Lancaster Infirmary uh, the Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. X-rayed me on the Tuesday. Found out I brought my back. Mm-hmm. Uh, transferred me to the Southport on the Thursday. Uh, the spinal unit wasn't even open then because I was just moving the new spinal unit. Transferred me again on the Friday to the new unit. Mm-hmm. I uh, got in there, and then they realised that I completely snapped my back in half. So I'm I am completely paralysed from oh from hell. chest from chest down. I don't say fucking fucking hell. Seriously, was it? So you told me to walk down so, the stairs. So we, <laughs> I did tell you walk down. Were you in like a plaster cast or something? No, no. So so I've got so because I can completely snapped my back in half. Yeah. Um, I've got what they call a Harrington rod in my back. Okay. And they had to take my hip, so they crushed my hip, mm-hmm. put the hip in my back as like cement. Yeah. And they're only supposed to leave it in for eighteen months. It's been in 30 years. Fucking hell. <laughs> and they won't take it out because they'll do more damage. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, because well, it's like your bones. Yeah. Um, bones are growing over the, the wires. Right, and yeah, else, yeah. Right? So I remember, uh, so I was in intensive care. Then you go to, into high dependency, mm-hmm. and I was laid up in high dependency. So but, so you have to picture this, laid in bed, like, so we're in a four-bedded ward, mm-hmm. and the only per- people I could see is through this fucking mirror because I'm looking up at the scene. That's all you could do? Oh, that's all I could do. Fucking hell. Couldn't do anything. Just looking through this mirror at everybody else, listening to voices. Mm-hmm. And then a psychologist came in to see me and he said, Sean, um, he said, you've had an accident, you've broken your back, you're not going to be able to walk again. And, and he fucked off. Really? Literally, literally, Just walked away? Literally left it like that. So I was 20. 
my life had completely changed. Yeah. And what went through my mind was, I wanted to die. Really? Because I, yeah, because I didn't know where. I At 20 years old. I couldn't it. see. I couldn't see where I was going to be. I've been told I'm not going to be able to walk again. Yeah. So your initial thoughts were shit. What's the point? I'm going to, you know, I can have a shag. I can have kids. You know, can I play football? Can I do everything that I used to do? Yeah. Um, gone. It's gone. Mm. Absolutely gone. Mm. And I didn't have anybody there to, to say, do you know, it's going to be all right. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So how long did it take you to get out of that? How long did that go on for, would you say? Do you know, it was weird. It, the weird thing was, it's like, up until... So you go through you go through different wards. So when I got discharged, when I came out of the uh, high dependency, I went to, like, uh, uh, another ward and another ward. Anyway, it was what, about um, six weeks after breaking my back, and yeah. I started getting up in my chair. Yeah. And then when I was getting up in my chair, other people were getting up in their chairs. There was about six or seven of us yeah. uh, in in the same time they're all similar ages yeah um and then i realized that i was the only paraplegic so i'm the only i'm clustered paraplegic completely broken snapped and everything else yeah and everybody else were tetraplegics okay. so they're broken the necks so they needed a more care i mean they couldn't wash themselves dress themselves they needed a bit more support yeah you know and that was like that was was that did that, that was a like a wake up for you that was like a wake-up call yeah yeah i get it I seriously get it, yeah. like um I'm I'm all right. Yeah, I can. I've got full upper body strength. I can yeah. wash myself, dress myself, feed myself. You know, um, whereas these guys, um, and they probably take the piss out of me and everything else. But um, they need a little bit more support. Mm-hmm. But you know what? We had fucking. We had such a scream. Really? We had such a scream in the hospital, right? So, right, you have to imagine, right? The only way to deal with something is to if you can't i always say right if you can't laugh at yourself yeah right there's no point yeah. what's the point in carrying on yeah if you can't physically look at yourself and take piss out yourself then what's the point of carrying on yeah and that's and so you you, yeah. you know you know yeah. when we first met yeah. i was fucking giving yeah. it what yeah and that's just me yeah so well, may I say this in the military, don't they? They say the only way to get to the military is kind of with a, quite a lot of dark humor. Yeah. They have like the dark of the experience, the dark of the humor has to be. Yeah. Is that kind of what it was like? Yeah, but it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know, so you have, you, have, you have to imagine, right? So, you know, when we grow up, when we're, the only way I can describe it is so when you're a baby mm-hmm. and you have to learn to walk, to talk, yeah. to, to, to do your bowel, you have to learn. To, so we yeah. were going back to being a baby because yeah. we had to learn to do our bowels and catheters and, you know, we had all these medical things that people have thrown at us and we had mm-hmm. to deal with, right? Mm-hmm. And the only way to deal with it was just to take the piss out of each other. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, uh, when our bodies, so my body had to get used to, you know, having a shit. <laughs> my body had to get used to, you know, having, having need to, to go for a piss. Yeah. And I, I, in a way, I had sort sort of had to train my body, but yeah. I then to to get. Did you used not control that? that? Like no, no. They used to call me the five to five kid <laughs> every time I transferred. I shit myself. <laughs> Seriously, oh, really? Every time, every time I went like that, I shit myself. <laughs> so, I, but it were, but it was five to every hour. Really, five to five kid. Oh shit. And like, and then when you're doing your bowels, like, so they'd put you on this little commode, and then like, the toilet be over there. So they shove these suppositories up your ass. Yeah. Well, you you've got no fucking you you can't. Yeah. You can't. Clench, so you don't even feel you it. You can't clench your cheeks. Yeah. You know, you can't clench your cheeks. So you shove somebody shoves a suppository up your bum. And can you even and feel the suppository? Got, no, no. You've got a, you've got a wheel to the toilet over there, and you could just see a trail. Oh my god! Really? Well, they go short. 
Yeah. And then you come back and it's like, yeah, it's good. that was a good result, that. <laughs> Fucking ballet. That's, so that's the Holy so, shit. So your head, so the only way of, de- of dealing with that is mm-hmm. by, by... With humour. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the only way that we had to overcome it. That's yeah. when we had to, you had to deal with it. And then when you start, and it goes back to when you start laughing at yourself and, you know, having the crack and looking yeah. back and thinking, oh my God, that was, that was great. You know, like, so all these guys that I was in the hospital with, tetraplegic, so obviously they lost use of the hands and that. And we all yeah. smoked. So, and we all used to, we, so we used to go on the on balcony in Southport. And yeah. there's a balcony. So like, you have to imagine like, we were all lined up on this balcony. Yeah. Not one of these fuckers could hold a cigarette. Oh, really? Right? So there was me. <laughs> I'd spark one up, take a drag. Wheel yeah. across, give it to Leonard. No take a way, drag. really. Get to the end, I have to go back to the fucking beginning. <laughs> Start on the bike. Do you know what I mean? That's amazing. But it was, we had a laugh. Yeah. We, we had a laugh about it. Yeah. You know? And how long were you in this whole, in the hospital for? So I was in hospital for five and a half months. I was discharged a week before my 21st. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so and do you know what? It was when when you get when I came out of hospital and became into you know you got got into the big bad world. Yeah, uh, that's when you realised that I was actually I was in a chair. Yeah, because in hospital everything's cotton walled. Yes, you know you fall out of your chair. Somebody's there to pick you up. You shit yourself. Somebody's there to clean you up. You yes. piss yourself. Somebody's there to clean you up. Yeah, you know. You, you, so did you did you go you, back? Did you go back to living on your own, or were you your mum and dad? No, or? no, no. So at the time. Um, Mum's house wasn't suitable. Yeah, um, I I was discharged and I had to go into uh, like a rehab rehabilitation unit in mm-hmm. Birkdale. Um and I was there for about three and a half years. Uh-huh. Uh, but you know, every cloud is a silver lining. I met my wife there. Oh, really? So, yeah. So Dawn was Dawn was a, a nurse in the rehab unit, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I've been in a chair. Nearly thirty years, and we've been together twenty nine years. Fucking, you didn't waste any time, did you? No, mate. No, I love that. No, you know, it's like, yeah, you just deal with it, don't you? Yeah. Um I always say that if I didn't, if I didn't have my accident, I wouldn't have done what I am, where I am today. I wouldn't have met Dawn. I wouldn't have had the kids. I wouldn't have done all these mad and weird and wonderful things that I've done. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's. I think I've always said like, it's weird. It's weird when you talk about it. Like, uh, I am the chair, and the chair is me. We are one. It's just part of you. It's, it's you, know, you don't just see a wheelchair. Yeah. You just see Sean. Wow. Yeah. And that's the difference because the difference yeah. between people seeing, whereas like, so now you'll only see me now. Yes. Whereas before you actually saw actually the, a chair. Yeah. Because I had, you had to get down the stairs. <laughs> that makes sense. Do you, know, do, do you know what I mean? Though? I do. I do. Oh. I, I, so the chair is just a part of. And, it's me. Yeah. 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 Wow. Shit. So, dude, when did the and, and do you know what? And, and it's like so. So you so you deal with it. Like so, things happen for a reason. I'm a I'm a great believer in thing, things happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a religious guy. I'm not, but I think you know. I think our journeys are, are, are set. Yeah. Uh, and our pathways are set, and yeah. we and we follow them pathways, and then every now and again we'll come up, we'll come up, come across an obstacle that we got to deal with. Yeah. And yeah, you go down. Uh, don't get me wrong. Like I, I've had I've had times when I've questioned myself. Yeah. And other times where I felt, you know, am I a good father? Am I mm-hmm. a good husband? You know, mm-hmm. I, you, you question yourself through, through yeah. this. Um, but then you make you realize that, you know what I mean? I've been around individuals that have been worse than myself. So yeah. uh, there's always somebody that's actually worse than yourself. Yes. And I always feel like I'm lucky. Yeah. You know, I'm not a typical. I mean, you could have died in that accident. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I was only 20. Yeah. And, you know, my life, my life changed. But I, and I said to you at the beginning of this, like, 
this is my journey, and, yeah. and, and I believe that, that this is what I'm here for. Yeah. I've just gone on, and and and, I, and it's weird, right? Where I, do you think you've picked weird. this mindset up? Do you think you were born with it? Is there do you know other what? people like, that you've so, learned so, it off? Or, so I, do you know what I, I'm saying? I come, I come from a forces background. Yeah. Right? So I went to an army boarding school. My dad was in the forces. Everything was red. So everything is black and white. Yeah. So, right. So that's happened. You deal with it. You move on. Mm-hmm. I'm not one for looking back. I'm yeah. not one for thinking, oh, shit, what's happened? Oh, yes. whatever. Because that, you know, if you start, if everybody work, works and lives in the past, then you're never going to move forward to the future. Yeah. So we can't change what's happened. Yeah. But, you can just change how you feel about it. Exactly, but we can we can we can plan and how and what paths we're going to take in the future. Yeah, and which avenues we're going to go down. Yeah, all right. It might be the wrong avenue, but yeah. then you sort of steer back into it. I've yeah. been down the wrong path. Yeah, but I've come back on the right path. Yeah, yeah. and it just makes you who you are. Yeah, I love it. You know? So you think you got a lot of that? The ability to adapt, the ability to. Uh, wrap your head around this. Do you think that's something that's naturally happened then for you? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I do. I, I really do. I think. I think I've just because because I'm a character anyway, my personality. I've just developed an individual that has uh, has decided that you know I've accept, I accepted things quite early on. Yeah, and I think you know listening to how you talk and listen to what I and you know and it's all about acceptance. Yeah, if you can accept who you are, yeah, then it makes you a stronger person. Yeah. And once you're happy with yourself, yeah. then you can move on. Yeah, you know, if you're not happy, if there's something niggling it away with you, then deal with it. Mm. Mm. But that would be resistance, right? And resistance Absolutely. is fucking exhausting. Yeah, Absolutely. it's like fighting it. You could mentally fight the fact that you'd had this accident. Yeah, and that you couldn't use your legs anymore. I can't change that. Nah, you could mentally try and resist it. Can't I wish that. this. It's like in yeah. a, I wish so, this didn't happen. I did have to get in that car. Did I have to, you know when I when I finished my, my shift at the hospital yeah. and I knew I was on early the following day. Why don't I just go home? Yeah. yeah. I was 20. Yeah. I was only 20. Jeez, yeah. you know what I mean? So it happened. Yeah. It happened for a reason. Yeah. And that's why I'm here. Amazing. Yeah. When did he start doing the mad shit? The mad shit that, the mad shit like, because I've seen, I can't right, even keep so, up with how many mad things you've done. So, so, that, so that, that just. That, what was the first thing you ever did that was like, fuck it, I'm going to do this? Um, I started, I did. All right. So, um, I was because me and Dawn, we've always trained and we've always gone to the gym and stuff yeah. like that. And we've always kept ourselves active. Yeah. And then all the all of a sudden, about five, six, seven years ago, so all these mad mud runs started coming up on the scene, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. And uh, I never never heard about anybody in a chair doing it. And yeah. I thought, fuck it, I want to do that. Yeah. So mate, I bet they could so, get down steps mate, as well. So, right. So I had, <laughs> I, had, I had to go through a journey just to find some that would have you in. That would have me in. Yeah. Honestly. Really? So, so were they the fir- were they the first kind of mad things you ever did in the mud runs? Yeah. Were they? Yeah, I mean, I've done it. Yeah. I, I, I let's, think, start, let's stay on the mud run thing then, because yeah, I want to know how this... Oh, the, the mud run started. It, it was just a case of, I was in the gym, and, and I said, I want to do one of them. And they said, right. And and Simon, the, the owner of the gym, the mm. owner of VV, he said, um, look, I I know the director of this this course called Born Survivor. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a, he's an ex, ex-Marine. He's post uh-huh. you know, up in the up in the lakes. Have a chat with him. Yeah. I said, all right, great, because I, I couldn't, there wasn't, nobody, no other courses available were willing to take me on because, yeah. fucking out wheelchair. Whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus, yeah. do you know what he's going on? Insurance. Yes. Claim. Yes. Do you know what I mean? If anything's going to happen. So, and I'm like, fucking just, yeah. let me do it. Yeah. Um, so Kevin came down, we had a big meeting. 
And I, and at that time, I did it with I did it with a friend of mine called Andy. He was in a chair as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think was, I think I must have put him off for life because he'd never done it again. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, he's never yeah, done it again. Yeah. And uh, so we had a, we had a meeting with it. We had a meeting with Kevin. Yeah. So Kevin came down and he said, "Right, you, uh, I know you're in the chair. So just tell me about your disability." So I explained, "I'm quite happy mentally. Okay." Mm-hmm. Andy's at the side of me saying, "Fucking so," and he's like. I'm not going to die, am I? Like, Andy, don't say oh, that. Andy, Jesus, yeah. don't say that. I'm trying yeah. to, I'm trying to get us into yeah. this frigging course. Yeah. You're so, so Kevin, so at, you know, we had this meeting. Kevin's like, right, okay, we'll go away. Next, next minute that night, I'm getting emails from Kevin, Sean. I'm a bit worried. I'm, what's going in my head is like Andrew saying that, am I going to die? You're not going to sue me. I'm not, you know, the yeah. email. I'm like, yeah. mate, just, just let us do it. Yeah. So we put a put a team together. And it took us, it was only a 10K course, but it took us like six hours to do this course because nobody in the team had ever done anything before. I'd never done anything before. We did, it was, yeah, it was grueling. It was, I loved it. Absolutely. Yeah. I just got addicted to it. Well, it was just been like, what was the hardest part of Because it was slippy as fuck. I think the hardest part was that I had this stupid front wheel on the chair and it kept on breaking coming off. Oh, shit, it is. So like, yeah, it was just, oh, it was crap. But I mean, from there we've, I've, managed to get got in contact with our gk mm-hmm. they then created and designed this front wheel which was perfect so I, just so you can do that yeah so that's I'm, amazing i'm now clocked to over 100 kilometers of uh obstacle course racing yeah i'm the only uh wheelchair disabled athlete adaptive athlete to have done the uk champs twice really completed the uk champs. shit bro so so that's yeah wow and then from there from there so then every year it was like Right, what can we do next? What can we do next? Yeah. So then I did a skydive, then we did Kilimanjaro, then we did Snowden and Helvellyn and Ben Nevis, and it was like, right, next, 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 scuba diving, and it's like, and I, and do you know what? I didn't go. I, I never do. I never do any of this because, like, I want to be inspirational. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. What makes because I did it because right one, I wanted to do it myself. Yes. And along the way, if if somebody said to me, "Wow, Sean, can't believe you did that." Yes. You're in a wheelchair. I'm inspired. Yes. Great. Do you know what? I mean? I'll take that. I will take that a hundred percent. So it never went out there. Never went in there to 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 do what I've done to to be this impress person. anyone else. No, I yeah. went in there to 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 do it myself. And then from there, you know, when I first did the the, the first mud runs and that, and I realised that you know you realise people like a story, don't they? Mm. And then I realised that I was actually inspired because I was getting loads of message from guys in chairs saying, yeah. "Sean, right, you're in a chair. How can I do it? I want to do this. I want to do it." Da, 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 da. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Yeah. And I didn't realize. So it makes I, you feel good, you know, and, I, and I get quite humbled, the fact that I'm just, I, I'm just Sean. Yeah. I'm just, my kids call me Papa Wheels. <laughs> Papa Wheels. People, people call me Wheelchair Nutter. Really? Do you know what I mean? I'm yeah. just me, and I just yeah. do these things, and it's great. Yeah. It's fine. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. along the way, people have got inspired by what I've done. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. And that's what, and that energizes me even more, because then I know that, mm-hmm. you know, I can. I'd like to do something else. What? What's my next challenge? What? What? What can I do now? Yeah. You know, I'm like a carrot. Dawn always come when I come home. Dawn's like, "What are we doing next?" You haven't any ideas today, have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or somebody said, do you, "Do you want to fancy doing this?" Somebody dangles a carrot in front of me and says, "Do you want to try that?" I'll go and do it. Yeah, yeah. But but do you feel like but, that gives you? But, but you know what? But it, loads of purpose. But it shows, right? It's right. Life's too short. Yeah. Right. Life's too short, and I've always said to my kids, and I always say to individuals around me, like, if you if you Get to a point where you think, if only, yep. if only I'd done that, yeah. then it's not point. 
Yeah. Just do it. If yeah. it doesn't work, if it doesn't work, yeah. then you learn from it. Well, at least you've had a pop. Yeah. yeah. And you can say, well, I tried yeah. that. Have you failed any of these challenges? So have you yeah, not finished any of them? But what is a failure? Yeah, have you not finished any of them? What is a failure? Right, so Kilimanjaro. Yeah. We didn't get to the top of Kilimanjaro because mm -hmm. it was altitude sickness and the, the guys that weren't me, yeah. they all went down. So I had to come down because they were, they were, uh, they all went off sick. Yeah. But I don't look at the fact that I didn't get to the top as yes. a failure. I actually yes. look at it as a, as a plus. Yes. I went up there. Yeah. These guys never had, and I'm talking about the porters, never, went up, never, never took a, a guy in a wheelchair up, up Kilimanjaro before. You know, we were got we got 500 meters from the top, and oh, they had to come hell. down because of the altitude sickness. Yeah, you but you don't see that as no. Would you have another? Is that would a, you have is another that, pop? But is that not a negative thing? A failure? <laughs> no, no, failure. No. Is that it's a negative word? Oh, it is. You're not it? a failure. No, no. Well, you think about this. I think about this all the time. Successful people have failed more than unsuccessful people have even tried. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, and again, is it? I get asked all the time for this this project that I've been working on, or oh, what's the worst thing that's ever happened to you? I'm, I'm thinking about, well, you're self-aware enough to know that none of it was bad because we're still yeah. here for a start. But every single thing that's happened has led us to me and yeah. you talking and me telling you to come down steps. Exactly, right. So like so like, <laughs> so like Ben Nevis, like Ben Nevis, yes. right? So Ben Nevis, two years ago, I yeah. went at Ben Nevis. And again, that was another mountain that we didn't, was 300 meters from the top. I crushed my leg, had to get it chopped off, right? Not a failure. It was uh, it was a journey. It was an amazing journey. Loved every minute of it. Would I change it? Nah. So talk to me about this Ben Nevis thing then, because this is what Tyson told me about. He told me, and I was I was so taken back by what he said, I didn't quite get it. He said, you know where this guy, Sean Gash, I tried, almost tried to do his accent for a second. <laughs> Never get this guy, Sean Gash. He went up this mountain, and then his leg fell off or something, and I was like, I heard it, but I've... I didn't. Okay, right. Do you know what I'm saying? Right, like, yeah, I, did, right. I heard it come out of his mouth, but I didn't want to press it because I was. My brain must have been going, "What the fuck but did you, know you just what? say?" But it, but it is, it is, it is, yeah, it is. What so it what is. happened? Right, so, so we were 300 meters from the top, and and the chair that I was in was um, it was a chair that I've never been in before. So it was like trying it out. Went up this, got 300 meters from the top, and anyway, it started raining. Oh, so you hadn't even trained in this no, chair? No, 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 no. I'm, see, I'm just jumping in and give it a go. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it started to rain. Yeah. And we stopped. Yeah. And I had my rucksack in front of me, mm -hmm. opened the bag to get my, to get my jacket out, mm -hmm. and thought, shit, where's my leg? Fuck off, man. <laughs> Dude, where, where's my leg? So it'd been, it, somehow it had come off the footplate, and it must have been dragging along. Oh, fuck. It'd been dragging along the, on the, I, I haven't got, I got a clue how long it's been dragging. So nobody was around me at the time. So like Dawn was sat over there, yeah. you know, there was like 36 that went up. Even yeah. my, my youngest daughter, she went up with us as well. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How old was she? So, uh, 15. So, um, so yeah, so I, I picked my leg up. You know, the only way I can describe it, you know when you get an Easter egg? Yeah. And some bastard cracks it. Yes. And you feel it. Yeah. And you know that it's been crushed. Yeah. That's how my leg felt. <laughs> That's how I look up. Wow. So, so I picked it up. Yeah. I picked it up. I thought, nah, that's right. I'm paralyzed. I can't feel it. Yes. My body's not telling me. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Sean. Stop you, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My body's not telling me that. It's not like when you stub your toe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not telling me that at all. Yeah. So like, so I picked it up and looked and I thought, shit. 300 meters. I could see the top. Yeah. What do I do? Do you put your leg back on the foot plate? Was it all like a mess and that? No, no, no. See, oh, nobody, nobody, nobody knew because there was no blood. There was nothing. Honestly, oh, shit, really, Ops absolutely. So it had been crushed. Yeah, 
but there was a you wouldn't think because there was no blood at all yeah so dilemma <laughs> do we put the leg back on and get to the top and go shit <laughs> yeah i've crushed my leg yeah. or do we hold a hand up i say i think I, I think i think i've got a problem here and i've crushed my leg <laughs> so my head was like let's get to the top and yeah. then do it yeah and then my heart's looking at dawn thinking if i did that she would crucify me yeah so i said because got- when you got to the top other you could add up other complications <sighs> as well yeah. right i said I, so i said i said i think i got a problem here yeah and uh, anyway, because the, there was like 36 of us yeah. that was up there and there was like the fire and rescue guys, some of my friends are fire rescue guys. And yeah. so uh, medically we, we were covered. Yeah. Anyway, they, they <laughs> picked the leg up and it was like, it literally was, it literally was like. Was it? Yeah, well, seriously. It was just like a floppy flipping yeah. jelly. Yeah. Um, so they had to get one of the, um, one of the, the, the walking sticks. Mm-hmm. Tie the walking stick and stuck up my chair. And the next one, he said, "Like you have to get airlifted because yeah. we were, there's no way you can get it back down." And at that time, we saw actually saw the, the RF copter coming in to see the mountain mountain guys anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, came up, uh, airlifted out, and you could see me. You could see me being airlifted, talking to the guy called Taff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Happened to be a Welsh guy. Yeah, no way. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, where was he from? To, to, he came down, so landed, came to he said, Sean, what's you done? I explained, I said, I can't, I said, I can't feel it anyway. Right, okay, let's get you, let's get you up. So I'm talking to this guy all the way up, going to helicopter, I'm talking to the fucking pilots, mm-hmm. you know, and there's me, Chris, anyway, he said to me, he said, Sean, if anybody else had done what you've done to that leg, mm-hmm. you'd be sedated, you'd be, we're completely out of it, because I'd basically... Because they'd have lost their shit mentally. Oh, I'd, crushed it three places and had a spiral fracture all the way up the leg fucking hell which is why they had to chop it off wow so so we got to Fort William that's a long story but I got to Fort William it's a podcast that's what we do x-rayed it x-rayed it and looked at it and I said that's going to have to come off it's not going to heal no 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 no. that's fine so they transferred me from Fort William to Raigmore up in Inverness Mm -hmm. I was in there for three weeks Mm -hmm. Uh, there was in plaster cast and everything else and it was a mess and Discharged back to Lancaster. Um, Lancaster didn't want anything to do with me. <laughs> I went to see a surgeon in Blackpool who said, right, yeah, um, we'll x-ray it. And so this is like nine weeks later. Really? My leg was still crushed Yeah, nine weeks later. Yeah. Um, Mr. Manning saw me and he said, uh, x-ray it, let's have a chat. X-rayed it. Yeah, crushed it. Let's yeah. chop it off. Mm-hmm. So, so go back to Tyson. So I saw Tyson in the gym on the Thursday night, on the Thursday, I said, I'm going to get my leg off. Yeah. Right, okay. So, went in the Thursday, amputated Thursday, discharged Friday, back in the gym Saturday, turned mm-hmm. up Saturday, Tyson comes in, it's like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing here? Really? <laughs> so, I'm back in the gym on the Saturday. Shit. But that's because, like, I've got no sensation, no feeling. It literally was, it goes back to me being black and white, chop the leg off, move on. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, dude. So, how did you meet Tyson then? Yeah. Uh, I met Tyson at the gym. Yeah. Met Tyson at the gym back in 2017, 2016, yeah. 17. Yeah. I'd just done one of my um, one of my challenges in that year, mm-hmm. which I can't even remember which one I challenged I'd done. Anyway, um, uh, Tyson was in there. He uh, did a little uh, uh, video thing for me to support. Yeah. Um, and our relationship was just developed organically. Yeah. You know, I was in the gym. He yeah. was in the gym. He'd take the piss out of me. I'd take the piss out of him, and it was just—it was 
it was that. Yeah. It was natural. It wasn't. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. Like yeah. I mean, it was organic. Yeah. It wasn't any. Uh, oh my god, that's Tyson Fury, and yeah. oh my god, that's Sean Gash. Yeah. That's a, you know, not they would fucking. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not yet. That's about to happen. <laughs> not that they fucking say that. But do you know, but do you know what I mean? So, yeah. so like, um, so yeah, so it just developed, and um, um, we was in the anyway. He was uh, he was in the gym one night, and I said to him, I said, look, I said because I obviously run the, the basketball team, and I mm-hmm. said, look, you know, I'd love you to be an ambassador for our team. Yeah. Um, because what you'll do for for the the kids that I've got in 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 the, in the club would be amazing. When did you, you start know? doing that? The basketball. I've thing? been playing basketball for years. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, I've been playing basketball for like maybe fifteen, twenty years, something like that. Yeah. It's just a hobby. Is that like the go to sport for people in shape? Just, I, right. That's the thing that I see a lot of. So let's let's rewind again. I keep rewinding a lot. Mate, I love so, it. I love so, it. When I rewind, so I before I got discharged from hospital. Yeah. We have to go for a consultation. Yep. So you go for a consultation with the with the um, the top guy, and he mm-hmm. says, uh, "Anyway, so I went in with my mom, and he said, right, Sean, get right. What do you want to do when you grow up?' Thinking, fucking, oh, man, I'm twenty. Yeah. What are you do? Um, well, I wanted, at that time, I wanted to be a social worker. Mm-hmm. I thought oh, I'd like to be a social worker mm-hmm. and, and support individuals like myself. Yes. No, no. The only thing you're going to be able to do is play basketball and use a computer. <laughs> No, I thought that. <laughs> what? So if somebody said to me, yeah. like, that's all the only thing you can do, yeah. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. So I didn't. So for five or six years, I never played basketball, never used a computer. Because they told you. Right? Now, 30 years down the line, yeah. uh, I played basketball and I qualified as an IT teacher for uh, to work with SEN. Shit, really? That's mad. Many, many, many moons. It took you a little bit of a while that, to catch but, up. But it was because... I started playing basketball on my terms, yeah, because I was ready, yeah. You know, my teaching, I did all my teaching because my, my teaching came about because somebody said to me, um, you know, when you come across individuals that yeah. that see something in you, yeah, and that inspire you, and you think, and that give you that, what well, go and do that, you'll be you'll be great at that. Mm-hmm. And it was a uh, one of my colleagues that that I, that I was working with, uh, Mrs. King, when I was working in the high school, and she said, Sean, you'd be great as a teacher. Oh. You know, I don't go go and go and do your qualification and go and I'll support you 100. percent So, mm-hmm. so yes, yeah, so that's that's what I did. So I did me teaching, and mm-hmm. then I worked with uh, SN kids uh, teaching IT, you know, basic IT and stuff like that. So, is that what you do now? No, <laughs> I'm I was, no. So what my, do you what do you what career. do you do full time now? So my my career because I'm so, all, I see you post something different every day, and I'm like, what the fuck? Right. So I'm classified as a mobility advisor. So okay. Uh, I work for an amazing company called RGK, mm-hmm. who um, made uh, they create made-to-measure wheelchairs for mm-hmm. individuals. Mm-hmm. So there the could be a daily chairs, yeah. could be a basketball chair, yeah, like chair, custom tennis chair, yeah. could be whatever chair that you need for that yeah. in, for that particular sport. Yeah. Then we can make it. RGK yeah. been going for about thirty odd years, and yeah. there were basically three guys in chairs that had decided to create this company because. When you get when you break your back and you have an accident, you're basically given a chair. Yeah, this is your larder, or this is your tank. Yeah, you know, go out and be independent and and whatever. So, yeah. um, they then created RGK to form made to measure wheelchairs for individuals. Yeah. So, so I've been an, uh, an ambassador with that with RGK for about twenty odd years, mm-hmm. um, and at that time, uh, about a year ago, I was working in the children's centres working with 
with families with uh, child protection side of things. Uh-huh. And uh, our funding got cut. Uh, anyway, RGK said, look, we've got a position here yeah. uh, to cover the Northwest, Scotland, North Wales. Mm-hmm. Do you fancy it? Mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, just yeah. change my career and yeah. go down on a different career path. So, yeah. so that must be for you. I've never been, of- do you know what? I've never, I've never been out of a job for the 30 years that I've been in been in on my wheelchair journey mm-hmm. which i'm proud of because um it just goes to show that you, you can't can, yeah of course you can you can do anything mm-hmm. you can do anything you want you know mm-hmm. and i'm um i'm a stickler for providing for my family um the way that i want to do so that my kids can look at me and say like that dad works you know just because dad's in a chair doesn't stop dad from doing what he does. Yeah, I love that. How old are your kids? 15? Not enough. She was 15 then. So, so my, my youngest, yeah, she's nearly 16. Uh, but my eldest, um, my twins are nearly 21. Fucking hell. That's, so, how, old it, that's how old Mac is. In a, in a couple of weeks, I hit the big five O. Yes. And then a week after that, no, a couple of days after that, the kids hit 21. Fucking hell. And then my wife's birthday dawns is on the 26th of December. So we've got 18th, 23rd, 26th. All in a row. All in a row. Shit, dude, that, that's, um, do you know what I love that you said there about your kids? Because, like, that, that without you even knowing it, when they're older, they're going to be like, like they'll be killers. Oh, because, be great. because they're going to see you as like, well, my dad did this, like, because I'm a big believer in it. I did a podcast with my kids last night where it was kind of affirmed to me that kids will just, they're not listening to what you fucking say. Yeah. They'll copy what you do. Do you know all the challenges that I've done? Yeah. Right? Except Killy, uh, my kids have been have done it with me. So wow. when I did Land's End to John O'Groats, yeah. my youngest. Did they ask to as well? Did, did yeah. you force them to? No, no. <laughs> no, no. They just, it, it was just, it, it just happened. They just did it with us. You know, yeah. when the mud runs, they did, did the mud runs with me. Yeah. We, they did uh, Snowden with me. They did, yeah. uh, like, Land's End to John O'Groats, the first three days. So um, my youngest, so Neve. Uh, she cycled like 50 mile a day yeah. for three days yeah. while I was pushing Shit. alongside. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's amazing. And then, uh, so, yeah, it's just uh, yeah, it's just part of the family. It's just who we are. Yeah. And, uh, and, I, and I get what you're saying because I, I think that's what, you know, I remember, I remember when uh, my kids were about, about two years old and we'd gone to um, the Rotary Games down in Coventry. Yeah. And the Rotary Games, they organise these games every year for uh, different sporting events for yeah. anybody with any ability, right? And so there's like tons of wheelchairs, right? Yeah. So and obviously, Kat, the kid, my kids have only known Dad in a chair. They've only seen me in yes. a chair. So we fucking so we get to get to Coventry, and all of a sudden there's all these wheelchairs, and they are literally just climbing on everybody's knee because they think it's Daddy. Really? Was it? Yeah. Holy shit! That's and there was because they don't know anyone else no, in the chair. Exactly. Wow. And they didn't have any. There wasn't. Oh, you know, you can't do that. They yeah. just. It was just an automatic. Shit. Climbing on the chairs. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, we're in Coventry next week. Actually, we've got a podcast in Coventry. It's crazy. Oh, uh, that is mad. It's crazy. But my so my kids are my kids are grounded. My kids, you know, they they. Because mate, let's face it, right? Like like. I'm a man that gets contacted from a lot of men and I also hear a lot of fucking excuses. Yeah. It would be easy. It would have been easy for you your whole life to say, listen, I, I'm I, I'm in a wheelchair. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, <sighs> what, what do you... Right, life's too Do you short. ever get pissed off when you hear people making excuses? You must do. Part of you must be like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I think um, on a in my professional career, yeah. my professional, professional pathway, I've got to be really um, careful on what I say, yeah. um, my thoughts and feelings, because I've got to have to be non not judgmental. Yes. Because um, you get you're around a lot of people. Absolutely. That are, yeah. yeah. But then when you come away and you think, you know, you think to yourself, "Oh, come on, look." Yeah. Right. Okay. I get. Uh, we all have difficulties and we all have problems and you know, there's all we all have these barriers and stuff yeah. like that. But do you know what I mean? You can. Everybody. I feel everybody can dig deep and uh, move on with life and do stuff. You know. Yeah. Don't use. Don't latch on to something. And use that as an excuse, yeah. You know, because, and I'm, and I think I'm going. You know, when I was working in schools, and it it came apparent, you know, there was a lot of, you know, families now coming. I don't know whether I'm going to, I don't know whether I'm being PC on this or not. Because if I'm going to get shot down, then I get shot down. <laughs> you know, but ADHD at the time was yeah. a was a big thing, yeah. and then all of a sudden, the family suddenly latched onto this. Uh, right, well, my son, my daughter, da 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 da. And when I was working with all these families, I'm like, well, actually, if you don't give yourself, if you don't give your kids fucking Coke or chocolate for breakfast in the morning, then they ain't going to bounce off. Well, mate, I actually called someone out on this the other day because I'm like, he was like, oh, I've got ADD and bipolar. I'm like, well, let's talk about ADD first because I'm like, if I was at school, when I was at school, if ADD was a fucking thing, because it wouldn't have been a thing when you were at school, no. I would have been classed as ADD. Yeah. But what I think is that we have... Um, selective attention deficit like yeah. you put a kid on Fortnite, he'll not be you'll not have ADD anymore no you put him in front of something that he actually likes doing he's not gonna have ADD the only time he's gonna have ADD is if he's doing something that he seem, thinks is boring yeah. as fuck do you know what I'm saying yeah. like, I'm like it's very ADHD yeah. is fucking and, selective and, and, as fuck and it's and it's strange right because I, I do believe that I do believe that that you know when I look at look at my journey yeah. and where I've been and, and where I'm going and what I'm doing and I think do you know what I mean anybody can achieve anything you can do whatever you want yeah. as long as you've got a good mindset about you yeah got a great support around you and, you, and you're positive it's hard to be it's hard to to have to be positive every day yeah it it's is not about it's being, almost impossible it's not about being positive May I complain all the way up absolutely it's, I complained all the way up I was like oh fucking hell I don't feel very oh fucking hell yeah. honestly I complained all the way up yeah. now I was thinking I better change my fucking state or Sean will have us on toast Sean will have you on toast and I start complaining on the fucking mic okay just whatever you think <laughs> whatever you think in fact you asked me but before this but he it, said but how are you I said oh I don't feel very well and he was like you look at us almost like you fucking kidding yeah, me yeah. actually yeah, there's me strapping what are your exact words me strapping my legs together what were you exactly words your exact words were you've got a cold i've got no legs or yeah, yeah, <laughs> i was like i'm fucking hell about shut my mouth here but you know it's not about sometimes i think that you mentioned positive thinking there and i think it is hard to be positive but i think a lot of the time it's just about the frame that you put in like a contrast because it's all about comparison isn't it really like you said to me you've got a cold i've got no legs and you said before I can't use my legs. They can't use their arms either. Yeah, that's the you put it in a different. Of course you do. You put a different filter on it if you like. Of course you do. And I think that's all the time that some people that all that some people need to do. It's not about going from oh well, think positively. It's almost like just change the fucking filter that you've got on it. Yeah. Change the frame that you see it through. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like it's when you when you talk of when you talk of um, you know negative words like diets. Yeah. To me, a diet is a negative word. Yeah, but it's got the word die in it for yeah, that. Because you're actually you're. you're, you're <laughs> You know, if you look at well, actually, I'm not on a diet. I'm actually just changing my way of eating and yeah. changing my, my my method and and how I'm going to go and about giving it. a fuck about what goes in your mouth. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Um, do, do I get? Am I pissed off with some people's attitudes towards their lives? Mm. Look, 
we're all different, aren't we? We're all we're all individuals, and we've all gone different down different pathways, yeah. and we've all got a different supportive network around us. Yeah. And I think if you're fortunate to have a good network around you, then that just energizes you even more. Yeah. You know, and it's really hard to get out of that 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 um, that bubble. Yeah. You know, if you're in a bubble that that is a negative bubble, sometimes it's difficult to get yeah, out agree, of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and when you when you do, and you do pop it, and you, and you're out there, yeah. then you, you. I think we conform to that. Absolutely. We conform to the bubble. Yeah, we do. So I think if you put me in a room full of five complainers, after a, like I'd be okay to start with, but yeah. then after a while, I'd start conforming to their fucking complaining. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I absolutely. think that's only human behavior. Put me in room, and, and so, if you so put goes, me in a room so, full so of ten go, negative people, so, at some point I become the eleven. So it goes back. So it go back to me what you said to me about before. You know, ages ago about asking about. You know, when did I start doing all these weird and wonderful things? Yes. And mad things and stuff like that. You know, because I'm not conforming to anybody that's in a, in a chair. Yeah. Yeah. So the route I took up Kilimanjaro was never was a route that nobody paraplegic has ever done before. Yeah. Why? One, because I could do it, and two, because it was probably, the, as you read in the brochure, it's the most scenic route that you can go up. <laughs> is it? Well, fucking hardest route you can go up, but it's the yeah. most scenic route you can yeah. go up. But I did it because, you know, somebody yeah. said, Let's, let, you, you can't do that. Yeah. You know, I jumped out of an aeroplane because somebody said to me that I couldn't do it. Yeah. You know, at the moment I'm scuba diving because somebody said that I can't do it, and we're creating this amazing opportunity for anybody with any ability to actually... And, and I'm talking with any ability, whether you're, you know, we're working with a guy at the moment who's blind. Mm-hmm. So we've got to rethink all how we go about with our uh, signs and, and signals underwater yes. Yes. for somebody that's, that's blind. So yeah. we're going to have to do a lot, lot of touch yeah. so he knows what we're talking about, whether we're talking about uh, your, your, your compression and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so it's about taking your mindset out of that yeah. and then saying, that actually, I can do that. Everything I've done in my life, I've had a good team around me. Yeah, yeah. The mud runs, I've had a great team around yeah. me. Do, yeah. Have you created that? No, it just it just happened. Yeah, because I think like 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 when it you just said, happened. When you, I think a lot of the time we talk about fortune. I think sometimes you you've kind you have created that. Yeah. Like you have created it. I think. Yeah. But right. from it, do you know why I think you've created it from the places where you have put yourself. Because no one pushed you into those places by accident, yeah. did they? Do you know yeah, what I mean? True. Yeah, You've yeah. put yourself there, but it has evolved naturally. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But it, none of that would have happened if you'd have stayed at home feeling fucking sorry for yourself, would it? Totally. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and it's the same, same with me meeting Dawn. You know, if I'm meeting... Sorry. <laughs> just saw me. He's, he's just showing off his stump. <laughs> you can feel my stump anytime. Right? Whatever turned you on. That's what they all say. I just think that, like, uh, my life has... It is what it is because of what's happened to me. And yeah. I would never have met Dawn. I wouldn't have had the kids. I wouldn't have done what I've done. I yeah. wouldn't be who I am now. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's where my head is. That's amazing. And there are days, yeah, there are days when, when, when I feel, oh God, you know, but then you just, something, something will happen and it just picks you back up again. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a question that I've, you know what? I keep meaning to ask this of everybody. But I always go off track with it because we've got a lot of men listening to the show. Lo- uh, hundreds of thousands of women listen as well. So uh, thank you, ladies. But I've got a question for you. Thank that- you, ladies. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much. Why do you think men these days struggle so much? Uh, I Right. So I think it's because of who we are because we're seen as the male dominant figure. Mm-hmm. That's where I am, right? So mm-hmm. when, I've had my, when I first had my accident, yeah. you know, the first thing that went, went through my head was, you know, how can I have sex? And my dick's still going to work. Yeah. 
you know, am I going to have kids? Yeah. You know, and it was, it was me getting, getting, I was fucking, I could tell you the story. You're going to, you piss yourself laughing. <laughs> so, so when me and Dawn got together, yeah. so I, I'll come back to that question in a minute. So when yeah. me and Dawn got what, together. Mate, what you're amazing at, because I'm terrible at this, I'll say to man, what are we talking about here? But yeah. you're great at remembering what yeah. we're talking so about. It's like, it's like, it's like, well, so when me and Dawn got together, like, and I'm like, forget, I've got it. But Dawn, when we, when I first met Dawn, I was going through a stage, right? So I was, 20, 21, because mm. I've just turned 21, of I needed to have a girlfriend. Not to have a girlfriend, but yeah. to have a girlfriend to make me, as a man, feel worthy. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Right. totally so, makes sense. So I had a couple of girlfriends um, who were just there. I just, you know. I, I wasn't friends horrible. that were girls. I wasn't horrible with them. I wasn't yeah. anything, but they were my girlfriend. They're just friends because that were girls. They were my, yeah. yeah. But I classed them as my girlfriend because that was a status. Yeah. So when me and Donna eventually got together, um, she said, you are a shit. You are a fucking shit. The way you treated them girls like shit. Not, really? not I wasn't nasty to them physically yeah, or yeah, verbally yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I just wasn't a boyfriend. Yeah. I just needed somebody there. And I said to her, and, I said, and we had a discussion, I said, do you know what? I was actually going through an acceptance. Yeah. I was actually, in my head, I was still going through this male person who i am i yeah. need to have a girlfriend yeah. to show the world that i'm still a man yes. and i can still pull a check yes yeah yeah um and i went through that say so when well, then when myself and dawn got together and, and you know i fell in love with dawn and that was and it was like so i remember our first um our first weekend away was up in air in scotland mm -hmm. i fucking shit myself did it right Paralyzed. Yeah, my dick doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> I can't get a hard on. Yeah, because I can't fucking feel it. The only time I get hard on is when I have a spasm. That's why I'm not gonna have a spasm. Right? <laughs> right? Okay. Right. So, 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 I had to go and speak to the psychologist in the in the Southport. Yeah, in the hospital because I'm like, you know, when you go, you know, when you first the first time you have your birds and the bees talk with your dad. Oh yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is what it was like. Yeah. I had to go and see a fucking psychologist who says, what can I do? Yeah. Right? So we're going back 30 years. Don't forget, this is 30 years ago, so technology yeah. has changed. Yeah. Right? And he, <laughs> so the guy, I can describe him as a tall, thin guy, ginger hair, balding. Oh. Right? Uh, went in there and I and sat down and, and they said, I sat down, I was fucking sat down anyway. Went in there and I said, <laughs> Right. I want to have a sexual relationship with my partner. Yeah. Don. What do I do? Yeah. He said, right. So he pulled out. The only way I could describe it is like, you know, when you get an elastic band. Yeah. And you rub your elastic, rub your elastic band round yeah, your finger. Yeah. It's tight. You have to keep tying, tying it tight. And yeah. It goes tight. Yeah. Yeah. So we had these butterfly clips, elastic bands. He said, look, these are what we've got at the moment. It's what you want to do. You want to get like a semi hard on. Find the, the <laughs> find 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 the, the the best. I should have brought with me. You're a fucking <laughs> find, come and do a live demo yeah, for yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Find find. Oh mate, that's a whole new verse. Babe station. Hey, I'm just. I used to be a Crippendale. I love it. You. I love it. Yeah, we lost that idea. <laughs> uh, he said. So you find get a semi hard on. You find that the 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 right size of rubber band for you. You put it on your uh, any piece and when you get stiff 
it'll cut the circulation off and you're there. Oh my God. Right. I'm like, right, okay. He said, use it in foreplay. I'm like, fucking hell. Oh, use shit. that in foreplay. So, right, so me and Don, up in air. And elastic band. Oh, yeah. So we're up, we're up in air, up in air. And he got to that. So we'd have gone out for a nice meal and, you know, drank a couple of drinks. And <laughs> back in the bedroom, I was fucking, I was so nervous. Yeah. And like, and Don's like, you know, we get a bit amorous, and I said, "Right, sorry, love, like a fucking examination. Uh, just gonna have to get my stuff out." So I got my elastic bands out, <laughs> half a semi. I said, "Hold it, love. Uh, we're supposed to be using this in four place, right? So right. can you just get hold of the band?" Anyway, fucking ripped all the foreskin. Off. Oh shit! Seriously, I think mine just came off there when you just said that. I'm just glad. <laughs> I'm just glad I couldn't feel my cock because. Oh my it god! Was, and we were there, and, and she's like, and there was blood, and she's like, Oh ah! no! Man. What do we do? What do we do? Oh uh, well, shit! Well, obviously that's not happening. Yeah. That's not fucking happening. So, oh my god! Yeah, so that was my first uh, first time, and then from there it progressed onto Cavaject. So Cavaject right. is an injection, right? So, and basically, again, um, so you know, we've got we've got this new drug, new, this new drug. It's called Cavaject. Right. Um, other drugs are available. And you basically, yeah, yeah, it's an injection, and you, you actually insert it, and you stick the needle in the base of your penis, yeah. inject it, yeah. and then give it a little rub, and it goes, fucking, a cabajector was good, it was good. Was it? But, but, again, use it in foreplay. How the fucking hell can you use a needle? In foreplay? Yeah, jacking it up to stick it in your cock and use that as foreplay. <laughs> How can you do that? Mate, I've, seriously, never know. And then from then we progressed. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, um, Pfizer, you know the company Pfizer? Yeah. Other companies are available. Yeah. Pfizer. Aren't they making they the new were, fucking they were vaccines bringing, or something? They brought out Viagra. Yes. I was the first one, hold my hand up, to trial the Viagra. I was the only disabled man to trial the Viagra. No way. Absolutely. Mate, that, never mind Kilimanjaro. Absolutely. That Absolutely. is a fucking yeah, yeah, claim yeah. to fame. So I had to, so it said, yeah, the Viagra works. So it went from having a fucking rubber band ripping your cock off. Is that why your middle name's Stiffy? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Listen, now I've lost my hips, but I've got it in my so- <laughs> Just saying, right? So I went, so I went, from, I went from having Elastic a rubber band. band around my cock yeah. to having an in, to insert myself like a fucking joggy. Yeah. Now there we go. Jack it up. Jack yeah. up your cock. Yeah. To then just dropping a couple of pills. Wow. Shit, that is, that's mental. You've seen the full thing. So... And then and it gets to, it gets to the, the other point of it about my kids. Yeah. How can I have my kids? Yeah. Uh, so obviously I've got no sensation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't ejaculate. Yeah. So I can't come because I can't feel it. Yeah. Right? Men's G spots are up the bum. Did you know that? That's probably why I like it so much. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've just revealed some. Yeah. I've just revealed something in the entire world there. There you go. Yeah. So, so men's G. Do you know what the worst the part is? Really? Here's the worst part. My mum listens to me podcast. Oh, I love Sorry, mum. Sorry, mum. Sorry, mum. <laughs> Well, this, this is an educational part. Right? So, an educational part. So obviously, me and Don had to go. Don't thri- tell me, Dad, about this. We, we had to go through. We had to go through IVF to yep. have the kids, right? Yep. So obviously, and um, Dawn had to go to Liverpool Women's Hospital. I had to go to Southport, mm. and then on the day, I've got three kids. They're actually triplets. Oh shit! Although there's five years difference, they was all conceived on the same day, but then they were frozen. Oh wow! Yeah. There you go. Right. So, uh, on the day that on the day that I had to go, to the thing I went to Southport uh, and Dawn had to go to Liverpool, and then uh, rocked up, rolled in, 
and then I had to I had to be I had to take be taken into a theatre, mm-hmm. and um, um, I had some some drug to lower my lower my heart rate because I'd have to. So I had there was an anaesthetist, mm-hmm. uh, there was a nurse, there mm-hmm. was a doctor. So the doctor was behind my ass with a vibrator. Uh, the doctor behind me asked with a vibrator. I, I, had the, I had the nurse in front of me holding a pot around my cock. So <laughs> I had the anaesthetist checking my heart to make sure I was all right. Right. Wow. So, so we're there, ready to go. Ready Full to, squad. Ready, we're ready to go. Next minute, we got knocking the door. Fucking out. Here we go. Doctor opened up. Um, we got some students in today. Uh, just wondering if um, they can come and watch. Oh my god. Yeah, bring them all in. Oh, I'm fucking wait, 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 wait. Bring, bring them all in. One, two, three, four. Oh, 20 shit. fucking students. No way. 20 students in a theatre. Me, just, I'm naked. I'm naked on a fucking theatre bed with a nurse with a, a, a tub around my cock, a doctor <laughs> with a vibrator up my ass, and a niece of his watching my heartbeat wow. right, as, as I'm coming in. In a crowd, an in audience. A, in, a, in a crowd. In a fucking, it's like being in Amsterdam. <laughs> I've been there before. And one of the ones I took, right? So, so he gets, um, doctor gets, gets, uh, gets a vibrator, puts him in them. We're just gonna you couldn't feel that though, right? I couldn't feel it. I'm going to turn it up. I'm just going to turn the wattage up. Turn the wattage up. Fucking hell. As you turn the wattage up, my fucking legs started going like this. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the nurse is like, she's like, oh, can we have some volunteer students, please? So they had to pin my legs down. Oh, so my I'm, God. So the nurses, student nurses, holding my legs because my legs are going like that. Oh, the doctor fuck. shoving the fucking vibrator up my ass, turning up the wattage. <laughs> Liz collecting me cum. No way. When I finished, she said, uh, "There's me in stitches. I was in fucking stitches. Well, I, was well, just, yeah. I was in stitches. Yeah. I, I, you know, you go back to the, you have laughing. Well, that's that's all you could do. Like, yeah, I was in, I was in stitches. <laughs> Next minute, she says, Sean, Sean, I think you're done. I think I thank fuck for that. <laughs> so, took the top away, put it up, chucked it in a chucked it in a in a, in a top, chucked yeah. it in a bag. Yeah. Uh, th- Put it in a taxi, honestly. Put it in a taxi. Sent it to Liverpool, Liverpool Women's Hospital. Dawn just turned up at Liverpool Women's Hospital. Yeah. And then... Oh, was there for already? They, 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 no, no, Dawn turned up at Liverpool Women's Hospital. The taxi driver turned up, came in. Uh, got a package for uh, Mrs. Gash. Uh, your husband's here. Oh, shit. And that's that, amazing. That's how, I can, that's how my kids were concerned. Wow, dude, that so is some I came, in, I came in Southport and they were delivered Holy in delivered shit. Liverpool. That is a fast bump. <laughs> Holy mate, shit, mate! mate. That's mate. what I have a kid. So that uh, is so like so like we had IVF. Obviously, Shannon and Cam were both the twins. Yeah, and then we still had seven embryos left. Mm-hmm. Five years later, they got in contact. Said, "You, yeah, what do you want to do with this?" Mm-hmm. Defrosted them, and we had Neve. So they're actually triplets, but they were. That's crazy. Fucking uh, hell, mate. Crazy, man, isn't it? Mate, that See, is... I've got all these other stories. I've heard some mad stories on the podcast from the guys that I've had on. There you go. But, mate, I'll tell you what it is. A, a dildo up your ass so, with 20 so, people watching is a new... Uh, mate, so, so it goes back to what you talked talk about before, about, you know, uh, as, as a man. And, yes. And how you feel and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. And I went through all them emotions. Yes, of course. You know, and you went through, like, what what can I do? Can I do this? And Because and, it's, it's, it's just... It's and it's not a chauvinistic thing at all. Yeah. I think it's just a man thing. It's yeah. just it's like a natural. You just, you just feel that you know I'm the provider. I've got to be the provider of the family, and I've got to be the the one that holds my family together. Yeah. And I've got to be the you know I'm the I'm the that's who I am. Yeah. That's my role. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes um, 
it's difficult for us, for me, you know, to 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 let go. You know, when I watched my kids as they were growing up and they wanted to play football and rugby, and I was yes, and all I could do was watch. Mm. But then I I found my other ways of of dealing with them. You know, my son put me in goal and used me as a fucking wheelchair target to <laughs> kick the ball at me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But we dealt with it. Yeah. And it was fine. Yeah. But it's still. It, then there were days when you you question yourself as a father, as a mm. man, as a husband. Mm. You know. Mm. So. Mm. So, so mate, I, lo- I love Look that. We've gone mate, from up there to that. Mate, no, I love it. Mate, mate, I love it. I think I, I'd love to stay here a little bit longer, if that's all right. Um, so we're saying that that men are struggling because of this. We have this idea that we're, we're supposed to be the provider, the perception. Yeah, absolutely. That we're supposed to be the provider, the, yeah. the, the alpha male, if you like, yeah. or the protector. And, and I think, we're, and, and I think, throughout life, that's always been, you know, from early back in the caveman yeah. days. Oh, going out and you go out, yeah, and, hunt a gatherer, yeah, absolutely, yeah. and that's who we were, yeah. and that's where yeah. we're supposed to be. That's yeah. what our jobs are supposed to be. Yeah. But it isn't. It's changed. You yeah, know? it has changed, and you know, things have progressed, and I would be lost without Dawn, and we are a partner. Yeah. You know, we're together. We yeah. do everything together. We yeah. train together. We, yeah. you know, we. It, that's that's who we are. Yeah. You know, and I think it's when you've got a relationship like that, it's easy to to then realize and to to feel okay about it. Mm. To feel that you know, like the other day, Dawn was having to fucking get up on a on a stool to put the blinds up, and I'm sat there thinking, I just hold these. Here. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. When it should be me yeah. that should be up there doing these things. Yeah. But yeah. I don't look at it that, that way. Yeah. You know? You're providing in other ways. Absolutely, yeah. 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 There I love it, mate. I love it, mate. So, mate, I'm, this has blown my fucking head off. Isn't it? Honestly, this has blown my fucking head off. It's been phenomenal, mate. Where can... Um, what's next for you? Uh, at the moment... Uh, it's my scuba diving. I must admit, I, I'm just loving the scuba diving at the moment. Um, definitely, definitely, me and Wardy and uh, Tyson are going to we're going to do Lancaster Hill again. Uh, What's oh, that? Lancaster Hill. Oh come on! I'm not from here, man. It's Miss Stallion. He's uh, tape tape Tyson up up a hill and drag a wheelchair behind it. Oh shit! I have seen how high is Lancaster Hill. I'm just seeing it's whether I'm going to invite myself along or not. So, come along. Oh, I'm I'm hold on. I'm waiting for you to tell me how high it is. It's only a four mile track. Is it? Well, it's we'll not say. like a mountain, yeah. but it's hard. It's and it's 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 difficult. And Vody's 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 doing hand signals. He's like, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> no, it's yeah. easier going down than it is going up. Of course it is when you got wheels, man. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So that's so scuba diving. We're going to do this. Yeah, we're going to do mean, this hill thing. Yeah, and then and then whatever else comes, uh, you know, once we get over this COVID and everything else, mm. you know, one of my other things what I wanted to do that I should have done was canoeing the Zambezi. That's another thing that, that that's on my bucket list uh, to canoe the Zambezi. Nice, you know, I want to do that. And there's, yeah. there's just you know, do you know what? When I when I had my accident, like, and I had to go for the consultant, he said to me, he said, Sean, you're only going to live to your fifty two. Fucking hell! Right? These consultants a, are fucking few, savages, in a few isn't they? In a few weeks, I'm fifty. Yeah. And I'm really proud uh, to say that I'm 50. Mate, I, you're not going anywhere when you're 52, feel, bro. Yeah, that's exactly. And nah. I, you know, I keep saying to John, I say, look, you've only got a couple more years. And we just, <laughs> just make the most of it. Make the most of it. But look, it, and it's this, this idea that back 30 years ago, when you first have an accident, that, uh, you know, you're only, you're only going to live to a certain age because of that's, you know, we don't have technology and medical yes. and medicines and everything else. Yes. You know? um, I had to go for my MOT, 
you know, to make sure I'm all right. And I've got the blood pressure of a 20-year-old. And I'm feeling I'm probably fitter and healthier and my mindset is completely different to when I was when I was when they gave you that yeah yeah you know yeah and that's because I've developed and I've progressed and I've challenged and I've and I have I always say set yourself a goal yeah. like so and and every week uh, every week me and Tyson will 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 set ourselves a goal yeah so you set yourself a goal every week that's yeah. what you're going to do yeah and that's that's the energy that's what keeps you going yeah yeah because if you don't do it he's going to call you out and if he doesn't do it you're going to call him out Absolutely. Yeah. No, no, he's bigger than me. <laughs> I don't know anyone that he isn't bigger than me, to be fair. He'll take the wheels off me and stick my brakes. <laughs> Can we get me now? So, me, hey, look, we're claim to fame. Come on, I've beaten him four times in a fucking sprint. You did, didn't you, on the pier? Yeah. Yeah, on the promenade? Yeah. Well. So, I'm having that. Probably. Well, actually, I saw it and he was leaving at first, wasn't he? No, he got off to a fast start and then you took... I cut him off. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Well... Tricks of the trade, isn't it? <laughs> Go on, yeah. Mate, you, you mentioned it. I wasn't going to ask this question, but... Why not? How has... It didn't seem... It re, it's weird. It doesn't seem that relevant anymore. Like, how have you done? It seems ridiculous that I'm asking it now that I'm about to, it's about to come out of my mouth. How has this whole lockdown thing been for you? Has it been challenging? Has it been no, no different? No. Is your life not really that different? No, because, I, you know, I was... It's all right. So when all this happened, um, back in March, I was... Uh, out in Kansas. Oh shit! Uh, really? Yeah, because I was out with the all the wheelchair. There was a big American wheelchair basketball yeah. games. So we was out there with RGK. We were doing all the measurements. Mm-hmm. Like there was two hundred teams. Da, da, da. Yeah. So we arrived on. We flew out on the Wednesday. We arrived on the Thursday, and then within twenty four hours, COVID kicked off. Yeah. And they were shutting down borders and here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. And like I've got Dawn ringing me up saying, "Are you coming home? What's yeah. happening?" Yeah. Um. So we managed to bring everything forward. We we uh, left on the Saturday, got home on the Sunday, and then I was furloughed from from that Monday right yeah. away till July. Yeah. Um, but in that time when I was at home furloughed, I was doing active. I was doing all. I started doing like all the online uh, uh, fitness stuff, and yeah. you know, and then I started doing the stuff with all the, the other boxes. Like obviously Tyson did it, Isaac did it, you know, I had, uh, Tasha did it, yeah. uh, Josh Franklin did it. You know, I, I was just. Keep myself active, and yeah. like, and so the kids. So like, because my kids were at home as well. Dawn was still working because yeah. she's a key worker. Yeah. Um. So we started doing our own come dine with me. I did so, like, so, so every day, like somebody would make. So somebody was cooking, yeah. and then at the end of the week, we'd say, oh, "Would that we, is cool?" Good. So yeah. we, so we, you came up with your own ways of dealing with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the lockdown was great. I loved yeah, it. I've yeah. got a fucking best time. Do you know ever. what you said? March there when it all happened. It feels like a fucking lifetime yeah, ago, it does. that, doesn't it? Yeah, it it's only how long ago was that? Seven, eight months ago. Yeah, seven months ago. So, I, in uh, so I got I got back to work uh, towards the end of July. Yeah, uh, and I, and I still be working. And uh, you know, although I'm out there working and measuring up individuals for chairs and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I've still got to go in with the PPA. I've got to. I still got to do everything that I need to yeah. do because we're still classified as key workers. Yeah. So I'm still out there working, still yeah. doing what I need to Would do. Would you be classed as vulnerable, Sean, or not, by anyone else? Oh, fucking hell, mate, come on. But no, I was just, do you know what? vulnerable? Do you need to be classed as vulnerable or not? No, I, I'm not classed as vulnerable, because, uh, no, I don't think my doctors even realise that I am vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> but just thinking, I'm, I'm like, I was classed it's as vulnerable because, because I've got fucking asthma. A couple of the guys that I, that I work with, like, they've, they've had, they had the letters, so like, you have to stay you have to stay at home. Yep. And I'm thinking, yeah, they're paras, I'm a para. Yeah. But... Look, I'm on no medication. I've never, been, I'm not medication. I'm, I'm on, I'm on nothing. Where these guys are on medication and stuff like that. And yeah. 
So yeah, I just yeah. I live my life through healthy eating and exercise and. Well, I'm going to ask one more question. In fact, I'm going to ask three because producer Max sitting here and he's not on the mic today, and he asks everyone the same question, which is, what do you do on like? He's fascinated by this whole morning routine, rituals, daily habits thing. Like, what are some of the things that you do every single day without fail just to keep yourself right mentally and physically? What do I do every day? What, yeah, like, what, oh, do, you, what, what do you have like a morning ritual? Do you have All routines? Right, so my morning ritual is I get out of bed, I, uh, I stick a catheter in my cock. I, I <laughs> I, I, one yet. I empty my bladder. Yeah. I, I jump on a shower chair, have a shower. Yeah. Uh, go and make myself, go and make a cup of tea for, for dawn. Yeah. Uh, uh, and do you know what? And do, the weird thing is, like, weird thing is, like, um, I'll then, I'll, I'll then send a, I'll send a text to Tyson. He'll send me a text back and I'll send a text. Up. That's what, that's what, that's where my head is. Yeah. I start off with something positive. Yes. But it's always a Catherine It's important McCark. that. And there's always a, a Catherine on your It's always a Catherine McCark. Hey, mate, it's all right though. You can't feel it. You know, really, like, that's my ritual. It is, huh? Catherine, mate, that's the best one, isn't it? Yeah. That is the best one. All right, next question. Drain your, drain your bladder. That's positive. It is. It's very positive. Um, it's better out than in, isn't it? Absolutely. What am um, I saying that? Depends. I don't know, mate. I have a vibrator on my ass. <laughs> Gave me three kids. <laughs> Kid <Kiddo. laughs> I'm scared to try it in case I like it, hey, to be mate, honest. Tell you, listen, I listen, listen, yeah. what, what do you think about sparkling? What do you think about sparkling water? Do you like it? Yeah, I do. Do you like it? Do you yeah, think it makes your mouth dry? Nah. Nah. I, I actually, I, I actually prefer... Just his fucking dummy. No, I actually prefer... It. Do you? I actually prefer sparkling water. Him and Chris Ramsey are the only two people that are like, oh, no, I'm not having sparkling water. Oh, no, no, sparkling I prefer that any day. Do you? Yeah. See, that's amazing. Um, do you ever spray deodorant in your mouth? Uh, no, but I have done. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> by accident or on purpose? Oh, by accident. By accident. There you yeah. go. That's all right. Last yeah. one. Um, Out of all of the things that you could do with potatoes... On a scale of one to ten, ten being I'd one hundred percent do that first. Where would mashed potato be on that scale? Right. Are we talking mash? Just plain mash? Just mash. You're not allowed to add like fucking truffle and fucking all that posh shit to it. I'd say five. Five. Yeah. What kind of things are above it? Oh, chips. <laughs> chips. Yeah. Roasties. Roasties. And yeah. done in, in uh, the duck fat. Ooh, see, I is that cheating? Is that cheating or not? Is it? Well, my son reckons that roast potatoes um, are just roast potatoes with mash in the middle. He said, it's just, he said, yeah, he said, yeah, his yeah, dad, he said, well, I like the skin, yeah. he said, but I don't like the yeah, mash in the middle. Just, they're just crispied up, aren't they? Yeah. Right, so. Have you ever had a so my, potato? So my question, my question to you is, right, Yorkshire's. What right, about them? How do you have your Yorkshire's? Uh, now, do you would you have Yorkshire's hot with gravy or cold with jam? Oh, bro, that is a difficult question. Wow. Do you know what? I'm going to sound like a big fucking fairy for saying this. Leslie, my wife, would lose her shit if she saw me eating the Yorkshire pudding with jam on. But I fucking love them. Shh. Shh. Yeah, yeah. She, she would go. She see? see me do it cold once. When I was at home, when I live with my mum and dad, me mum and dad, sorry. When I live with me mum and dad, that uh, I used to eat them with jam on all the time. Cold. Yeah. And then my wife saw me doing yeah. it and she lost her shit. She was, what okay, the right, fuck so are you doing? Another, another question. Another question for you, right? Okay. Whoa, have whoa, you, whoa. I'm asking no, a sure, question. Sure, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> have, you, have you ever had a bacon and banana body? Oh, my God. No. Whoa, whoa. Don't mock it till you try this. Really? So bacon and banana. All right. What are you looking like? Bacon. How did you end up eating that bacon. thing? Right. So the home that I was in, the yeah. rehabilitation home, it, yeah. we, uh, the, the, the chef... Ian, amazing chef, uh, ex-merchant neighbour. Uh, he was a 
uh, he, he was amazing, amazing guy. Anyway, uh, one morning went in and he said, uh, try this. Was so, he drunk? No, no. So crushed up, mashed up banana. Yeah. On a bit it's of toast. Ma- if you said the word mash, I'm not love it. Mashed up potato, uh, mashed up uh, banana yeah. on, a, on, on a toast yeah. with bacon. Yeah. Have that, try it. I'm going to try it. And then, yeah. and then, and then let me know what you think. Okay. On that note, hey, Sean, where do we find out more about you? Where can the guys come and follow you? I love uh, your Instagram. Jesus, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on... Get yeah. get on Sean's Instagram. Moments um, of inspiration. Look, moments of inspiration. Moments of, oh, is that a new thing? That's me. Is that, is that, is that what your page that's is called? My, that's, my, that's my website as well. Oh, I love it. What's that? So how, got, do, how do I, I spell I, that? I get, I, get invited, I get invited to go and do um, talks to... Uh, companies and schools. Do them so you should. Yeah, I do a lot of stuff with schools. I don't talk about the, the sex bit. Jesus. Why the fuck not? vibrate a bit. You're in a primary school. Have you ever done that? Oh, fucking hell. I've got to tell you this, right? So, oh, come on, come on. One more. One last one. So I went to, I went, I went to um, uh, a Catholic primary school to, to, to do a motivational talk and yeah. the kids loved it. You yeah. know, I'd do videos and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, and uh, a little kid. So at the end, I, I, loved, I loved the kids to ask questions because yeah. the kids... Ask questions which adults and no filter, yeah, right. <laughs> so you have to bear in mind we're in a hall. They've got the teachers and the nuns all around them. The oh, kids nuns the as well, yeah, Fuck. yeah, yeah. Because it's proper Catholic, yeah. And and the guy, the little boy, has to be happened to be called Joseph. All right. So he's in year one. Yeah. Stands up. Question, Sean. How do you go to toilet? <laughs> you know when you somebody asks you a question and you feel. Thinking, oh my god, how's, how's he gonna? The nuns and the teachers, like, how's he gonna answer this? How do yeah. you, how's he gonna answer yeah. this? And I just said, do you know what? It's the guy at that time, I used to have a, I used to have a leg bag. I said, yeah. look, I've got a bag. I just empty it and I move on. Yeah, you know. But you know, when you're in a room and you feel, and somebody says to you, and you feel that that, oh my god, what's he gonna say? Yeah. And I just said it. But love working with the kids because kids will ask the questions that yeah, parents. Yeah, no well, well, you know, how do you how do you go to the toilet? Yeah, yeah. So, listen, yeah. thanks for having me, mate. I've Honestly, had a blast. Thank you so much, Mister Sean awesome. Gash. Everyone, thank you, thank you. Come on, come on, mate. That was fucking banging. Thank you so much. <laughs>